Welcome to the Matt Morgan Coaching Podcast. The fact that you're listening means you're ready to be inspired and empowered to take your life, love, and leadership to the next level. Hello, my friends. It's Matt Morgan. Welcome back to a brand new podcast. Today's title is Your Birth Controls Guide. That's right, ladies. You are not going to want to miss this. And today, I have with me the wonder, the legend, my wife, Sarah Morgan. Sarah, thanks so much for joining us. (laughs) Hi. (laughs) You bet. You got to have fun when you do a podcast, right? You know, what I love about Sarah is that she has dedicated her life's work to create intelligent solutions to common health problems. And one of them has to do with birth control. It's pretty crazy. Think about 46 years ago now, 1973, the invention of birth control was born, pun intended. (laughs) Yeah. And that set in motion an entirely new horizon for women all over the world. And it gave them the opportunity to get their education. It gave them the opportunity to have stronger rights, be able to get the job, do what they wanted, and incredible stuff. I know it's a controversial topic as well for some, but it is a powerful topic. And so many of my clients, brides getting married, women who are married, they're on the pill or they're taking some sort of birth control. And there's a lot of questions that women are asking me and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I am not equipped to be able to answer this. And so I do my best to try to help share what you tell me, but I thought, why not just have you tell our audience? And so thank you for being a part of this. And let's start with what are some of the most common birth control elements that women are using today? Yeah. So first thing I would say is I'm not an OBGYN. So if you you know need medical advice, you definitely want to talk to your doctor about that. But this is kind of an educational overview. So some of the most common forms of birth control are going to be oral contraceptives, which are AKA the pill. So that's something that you're going to take and swallow on a daily basis. And you want to, you know, have it at the same time. You want to be consistent with it. And that was the first form of birth control that was developed that you were talking about. Then we have some other options like IUDs, which are intrauterine devices. And there's different types of IUDs that are hormonal or non-hormonal, which are copper containing. So an IUD is actually a medical procedure where you have to go in. Typically, you're going to see an OBGYN to do this where they're going to dilate your cervix. Some women, when they get their cervix dilated, you can have like this vagal response. It's a nervous system response where you can feel kind of lightheaded. Some women pass out in the process. So it's not for the faint of heart, I would say. And, you know, those are an interesting form of birth control. I don't know if you want me to go into kind of some of the pros and cons. Yeah, I do. Because a lot of women are asking me like, hey, one of our topics that we talk through in coaching is the topic of sex. And there is low libido, there's hormonal imbalances, there's weight gain. And women are like, what do I do? Should I still be on this? And does it affect pregnancy? All that kind of stuff. So Mm -hmm. yeah, I would love for you to kind of take over and share what are some of the side effects. Let's start with that. Well, let me finish the forms. There's different forms of birth control. So we talked about oral contraceptives. We talked about IUDs. So IUDs are making the uterus basically a place where you're not going to have implantation of a fertilized egg. And, you know, I will say, like, just going into this, I guess this is part of what I was asking if you want me to expand on it, is 
it's really important, I think, for you and your partner to kind of have that understanding that an IUD isn't necessarily preventing the fertilization of an egg. It's just preventing the implantation. And so it kind of depends on, you know, when you think like life begins. So, you know, and then there's like cervical mucus changes that happen with these different forms. Of so just so that I'm understanding real quick, sorry to interrupt, you are basically saying that this could be aborting, you know, if you believe in life at contraception, that this could be aborting. So contraception is preventing pregnancy. So life at conception. Life at conception. <laughs> this is why I have you on this podcast. So life at conception, if you believe that that happens with the sperm and the egg meeting, then that's causing an abortion. Is what yeah, you're saying. I mean, it would, yeah, it's not. If so, you believe that. Yeah, so a fertilized egg isn't going to be able to start growing into, you know, an embryo until it's implanted into the side of the uterine wall. And so it's, you know, like an IUD is keeping that from happening. Okay. So it's just something for people to know, right? Yep. Like, and talk about it. Like, With what do partner. you decide? Exactly. Yep. So there's Nexplanon is another form. This is a newer one that's actually an implant that's put typically in your arm. And it's kind of like the pill, but you don't have to take something daily. So you don't have to remember it and it lasts for several years. So that's really nice, but that's hormonal. And we'll get into that in just a second. But, you know, the side effects and some of the complaints that come along with these different forms of birth control. There's also the barrier method. It's a little more old school, right? But like condoms, spermicides, like diaphragm, those still do exist. <laughs> you know, not a lot of people think about that, but you know, a condom is really also one of the only ways to like actually prevent STDs. Like I know we're talking about, you know, pregnancy contraceptives, but just throwing that out there as well as family planning, natural family planning, which would be for women who have regular cycles, they can actually track when they're ovulating because you're really not that fertile that much of the month, right? It's like a really about a four day window where you can get pregnant. The problem is if you don't know when you're ovulating, meaning releasing the egg, you don't know when you could be, you know, fertile, right? So there's some ways that you can track that temperature changes in cervical mucus. So that is another option, but you have to be disciplined when you do that way. And the problem is when women are ovulating, it's when their sex drive is the highest. So it's kind of hard to be like, I actually want to have sex right now, but I'm not supposed to. So sometimes, you know, you can run into problems that way. Right. Which I know for a lot of people who practice Catholicism, that's the best method for them because they don't actually believe in oral contraceptives like birth control, those kind of things. So they'll practice family planning. Which is how some people get like six kids. <laughs> just, we're just joking kind of, but you know, like just know that there's some reasons why like it's actually your desire increases around the time that you're fertile. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. So those are the forms. Let's talk about side effects because yes. there's pros and cons to everything. So yeah. let's talk about some of them. Let's start with maybe the pill, the daily pill. Yeah, so I'd say just in general, birth control, if we're going to talk about birth control as a whole, some of the common side effects that occur with birth control would be things like mood swings, decreased libido. You know, I've had women say like, Sarah, it's ironic, right? Like I go on the pill because I don't want to get pregnant. And then while I'm on the pill, I don't want to have sex. It's mm. like... Talk about a lose, right? For and every women. guy is tuning in right now going, yes, that's exactly what happened. Yeah, so it's actually a very real thing. And then weight gain, you know, appetite changes. Some women go on birth control and they have like an increase in appetite. And it's like, what's happening to me? 
They have headaches, they have digestive complaints, they're nauseous, you know, they don't sleep as well are some of the common side effects that are pretty well documented about birth control. Now, the more hormonal your birth control is, the more these side effects I just listed are that way. Birth control, and I did forget one, Depo, which is a shot. Depo is... Uh, uh, one of the forms of birth control, Depo. Yep. That one's just progestin or progesterone. It doesn't have estrogen. And, you know, there's like a black box warning with Depo in terms of like, you know, some of the side effects, things that can happen with it. So I'd still put that in the category of hormonal birth control with side effects. It's a big stress on your liver, which we can go into. But hormonal forms of birth control are going to increase the needs for certain nutrients in a woman's body. And actually the World Health Organization has an official statement about this that says oral contraceptives, aka the pill, but keep in mind Nexplanon is hormonal. Some IUDs are hormonal. Depo is hormonal. Deplete the body of these key nutrients and supplementation should be a first line therapy to balance the body. Meaning, hey, guess what? When you take birth control, you actually have unique nutrient needs that you need to meet at the same time. And this is what's really been missing when we talk about birth control. So what I'm really excited about is ushering in a new era to say, hey, we can get the benefits of modern medicine and birth control is one of those benefits of modern medicine. But we need to now realize that it's time to acknowledge the fact that when you're taking a medication, you need to support your unique nutrient needs so you can feel your best while you get the benefits of birth control. And I really believe women deserve this, right? Like we're the ones who kind of take the brunt of like, oh yeah, I'll figure this out, right? For both of us. And it's like, why should women suffer in the process? And so what I've done is I've dug into the research going actually back to the 40s, the 1940s, and formulated the other pill, your birth control's companion, that's designed to support these unique nutrient needs women have while they're on their birth control so they can have less of these common side effects. Like low libido, like hormonal mood swings, like weight Weight gain. gain. Yes. What else? Well, I mean, digestive problems. A lot of women feel more constipated. They're nauseous. They have decreased digestive enzyme production. So it's like, oh my gosh, I eat my food and I just feel like it doesn't agree with me. You know, you might identify that as like a food sensitivity or something else weird's going on. Like, oh no, I have a parasite. It's like, no, you actually just have alterations in your biochemistry that are changing, you're okay if I go into the technical stuff a little bit. One of the things that happens on birth control, hormonal birth control, is you have an alteration of tryptophan metabolism within 30 days of women starting birth control. This is well documented in literature. Tryptophan is an amino acid. Amino acids build the proteins, like when we think about even eating protein-rich foods. So tryptophan is an amino acid that's a precursor or the step before serotonin. And a lot of people have heard serotonin. It's our feel-good neurotransmitter. You know, it gives us our drive. It helps us like want to connect with people. But another thing that serotonin does is it actually has a lot of actions in our digestive tract. And so if you have lower levels of serotonin, not only can you have mood alterations, right? Like maybe this is where, you know, men are like tuning in as well. Like you feel more, you know. So the guy's like, so that explains why she keyed my car. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Or just, you know, like you kind of feel like you're on pins and needles, you know, it's like I'm up, I'm down, I'm crying, I'm angry. 
that's all changes in these pathways with these neurotransmitters that impact your brain, but also your digestive tract. So serotonin helps your gut feel happy. It helps with what's called motility. So it moves food through your digestive tract so you're not constipated. It allows you to make these digestive enzymes so you can actually utilize your food properly, get the nutrients out of your food, and it doesn't feel like it's irritating your system. Okay, so the thing that you created, the other pill, your birth control's companion, which, by the way, well done on the name. That's super pithy. <laughs> I love it. And you take it with your pill, or you take it with your birth, you know, your birth control every day. And what is in this supplement that would be different than, let's say, your everyday women's multi? Yeah, it's a great question. So what's really interesting is there are certain nutrients that you have increased needs for while you're on birth control. So first thing I'll say is there's eight B vitamins and your B vitamins, all of those increase in terms of your needs, but at different amounts. And so our formula is not only about the ingredient, but it's also about the dose because dose is super important. Just like a medication, it's all about dose, getting the therapeutic response. And it's the same thing with nutrients. So all of our B vitamins are put in our formula in a way that is supported by the literature of what women need while they're on birth control. The form is also really important. Okay, so there's a lot of multivitamins out there. A really fast way to know if you're taking a great multi or a really crappy multi is look at these two ingredients. Folate is number one, which is vitamin B9. Okay, if your multi says folic acid, that is garbage throw it away. Folic acid is synthetic. It's made in a lab. Your body can't utilize it properly. And it actually blocks active folate from getting inside of the cells. Mm. Okay. And there's a lot of new research coming out about this. I also just want to say this, keep in mind, clinical practice when you talk to your doctor is about 15 to 17 years behind research. Wow. Yes. So your doctors are amazing. Doctors are brilliant people, but they can't spend 30, 40 hours a week, like reading all the latest research because they're seeing patients. So there's a lag time, right? But that's one way. And that's Fol a big part of your work is educating these OBGYNs. Yes, we're working to educate doctors so they really can understand this concept that, hey, when you prescribe a medication for a patient, you need to think about what's called drug-nutrient interactions. And you need to support your patient's unique nutrient needs so they can feel good, so they have what's called better compliance, meaning they want to take their med, they get the benefits of the med that the doctor knows they need, and they are willing to be on it longer term, right? Because a lot of people stop taking their meds because they feel crappy while they're on their meds. It's a really big problem. So folate and then two is vitamin B12. Look at those, like go grab your multis. And if your vitamin B12 says something called cyanocobalamin, that means it has a cyanide molecule in the middle of the B12, which is B12 equals cobalamin. It's just another like chemical name for it. This is a super cheap, crappy form of B12 that your body has to convert four different steps to get the active form. Which means, guess what, if you're like on the pill and you're already depleted in these nutrients that are required to convert it, it's not going to happen. Which means you don't get the benefit of B12 then. So you really need something called methylcobalamin or adenosyl or hydroxy. There's basically three active forms. Methylcobalamin is my favorite and that's what's in the other pill. So again, dose form, which I just gave some examples of, are really important. So B vitamins, 
There's a few minerals that are in the other pill that also help with like thyroid health, reducing inflammation like zinc, magnesium, selenium. But there are certain things that our formula doesn't have in it because what's really interesting is when women are on birth control, there are actually certain nutrients that increase. So you don't want to take more of those like iron, vitamin K2, calcium are some examples of those. And what's really fascinating in the research was when women are on birth control, their calcium levels go up and their magnesium levels go down. Okay, this gets a little technical, but what I want you to know that's really fascinating is there was a research study that said because these calcium magnesium ratios are altered, it might be part of the reason some women are more at risk for blood clots, forming blood clots while they're on birth control, which is a huge concern. No kidding. And then a lot of OBGYNs are telling their women, you know, patients to be on calcium, to supplement with calcium. And I would actually say that's potentially contraindicated when you're on birth control to take extra calcium. You might not want to do that, especially in a supplemental form. So those are just a couple examples of how they're different. Also, the other pill has other things in it like mitochondrial antioxidants. So women on birth control have higher oxidative stress markers. It means they're more inflamed. This can be part of why, you know, they have like mood disruptions, headaches, you know, they just feel more fatigued, wiped out overall. So we have something called sulforaphane in there, which is a really awesome, powerful antioxidant. Vitamin C and E are really helpful antioxidants that reduce some of that oxidative stress. And then also we have some very gentle hormonal detoxification in there because when you're taking hormones, you need to make sure that your liver can process those hormones properly because it's not actually the hormones necessarily that are the problem. It's the hormonal metabolites, meaning when they're being broken down by the liver, it's called phase one, two, and then three detoxification. It's got to go through three steps. And if that gets jammed up, clogged up, it's like you're going to have more estrogen metabolites floating around, which makes you more crabby and moody and your breasts are more tender and it's easier to gain weight and you can have headaches and all of these things that go along with it. So we just want to make sure we're encouraging the body to properly metabolize or process all of those hormonal byproducts. So your formula with the other pill is specifically designed to be able to support a woman's nutrient needs and her biochemistry and even that out while they're on birth control. Yes. So it's It's very, it's different. So they don't actually need their women's multi, then this could replace that? Yeah, I would say so. One of the things I am a big fan of is having people get their vitamin D levels tested via blood test with their doctor. Our formula does not have vitamin D in it. Um, And this is something, you know, really you can't just get it from your multi because you really need to individualize the dose based off of what your blood levels say. And, you know, you really want those blood levels to be around 50 um, is kind of that optimal range. And so I do encourage women to get that done. It's amazing. Okay, so now here's another question. A lot of women that come to me, they say, okay, I've been on birth control now for 10 years, 20 years, and now I'm wanting to get pregnant. And I'm kind of concerned that maybe my birth control might affect being able to get pregnant. So my questions are, number one, is that true? And number two, what can women do to be able to get pregnant in the most effective way? Yeah. So first of all, yes, I would say to your first question, birth control can impact your fertility. And one of the things 
that happens is now that we have, you know, more information about birth control since it's been out in the 70s is it depletes these key nutrients. And a lot of those key nutrients that are depleted or the body uses more of are really important in the beginning stages of pregnancy. And even for ovulation, you know, as a woman like releases an egg, her egg quality, you know, that whole process can be impacted when you're on birth control. So what's so cool to think about just reversing is getting women on the other pill is not only going to benefit them like in the short run of how they feel, but it also sets them up for success for their future. So if you're like, oh my gosh, you know, I've been on the pill for 10 years and now I want to get pregnant. What I would say is a really good next step is to actually start taking a prenatal. And I've formulated a really good prenatal under the company Vitamin IQ, and that's on Amazon. And I recommend women start taking their prenatal three to six months prior to trying to get pregnant. And the reason for that is you really want to increase those nutrient levels and, you know, being the gene queen, that's my nickname. <laughs> I have a gene queen podcast where we talk about a lot of this stuff, but, you know, pregnancy conception, there's a lot of gene expression that happens literally even within the first couple of days of, you know, pregnancy. And so the more you work on your nutrient stores that are impacting that gene expression ahead of time, the better things go. So the prenatal is one step. The other thing that I did was I realized that, you know, a lot of women are taking birth control for reasons other than contraception, right? They're taking birth control because they've had irregular periods, they've had endometriosis, they've had PCOS, which stands for polycystic ovarian syndrome. It's actually the number one reason for infertility in the United States today. 70% of infertility is from PCOS. Wow. Yeah. And, you know, women who have PCOS tend to have higher androgen levels, which are male-like hormones. You know, so they really want to work on balancing out their hormones. So we have a product that I formulated under Vitamin IQ as well called Conceive. And that's really something that's set up. It's formulated in such a way to help balance hormones, improve egg quality. So myo-inositol is an ingredient in Conceive that's been shown in scientific literature to increase egg quality. And this is important as well because women are tending to get pregnant when they're older as a trend now, and our egg quality can decrease with age. And so, you know, that would be another thing like, hey, I'm 33 and I want to get pregnant for the first time. Like, that would just be another reason to potentially get on that, try that. And so you could actually take conceive with the prenatal is a really good way to set yourself up for great success. That's amazing. Okay, so where can women go to find these things to be able to get on? So let's start with the other pill, your birth control's companion. Yeah, so the other pill you can get at evenhealthco.com, so evenhealthco.com. And we have options for monthly subscriptions. You can cancel anytime, but if you do the monthly subscription, it's like, hey, as long as you're on birth control, you should be taking the other pill. And you kind of recommend like 60 to 90 days, right? To, yeah. to even be able to help the detoxification process, help women start feeling the results yep. of that supplement. Yeah, and especially if you've been on birth control for a while or your nutrient levels were lower when you started birth control, 
you got to give it a little bit of time, right, to build up your nutrient levels. So we're actually starting a clinical trial to study this. So we're, I'm really excited when we have the data for it to release that. But we say 60 to 90 days, like be patient, right? Be patient with your body. Be consistent with it. Set an alarm on your phone if you need, you know, in terms of remembering. And, you know, that's a great place to go. And we'll just send it to you every month. You get a little bit of a discount if you sign up for subscription. So that's the other pill. And then vitamin IQ is on Amazon. It's probably the easiest way for people to find it. So you just type in vitamin IQ and then prenatal vitamin IQ conceive. Make sure you spell it right. I tend to spell it wrong. You know, I before E, it doesn't work that way for that one. But anyways, you should be able to find it, you know, spell check yourself if you need to. That's awesome. Well, one of the other things that I love about you, other than the fact that you're gorgeous and you're my wife, is that your brain is incredible because you have the ability to talk serious science, but in a way that's seriously fun and palatable for all the people like me who have no science background whatsoever. And so where can people go to geek out more with you, but in a way that we can actually understand and track you? Yeah. So our website, evenhealthco.com has some really good resources on it. So just even our product page, we have the other pill, your birth controls companion. There's some really good information on there, including an ingredient chart that we designed where you can kind of hover over each ingredient and it actually shows like the role of the nutrient signs you're not getting enough. So for example, if you, you know, look at vitamin B6, it's like, oh, I have PMS, I'm anxious, I'm depressed, I have trouble sleeping, I'm fatigued. Those can be all signs of low vitamin B6 levels because of what it does in terms of roles with neurotransmitters and oxygen transport. So we want to really educate people. We want to help them really understand these things. If you're on our mobile version on your phone, you can actually download the PDF with the ingredient chart. We've had doctors already who are like, this is so awesome. I'm going to put this like printed out and put it up in my exam room so my patients can read this stuff. Um, We also have a research page on our website where we cite a lot of the literature that, you know, I was digging through for about a year. This is evenhealthco.com. Evenhealthco.com. Yeah. Under the research tab. So there's a lot more information there as well. And we also have another product we launch with called Statin Support, your cholesterol meds companion. So if you know people who are taking cholesterol-lowering medication, they really need statin support so they can feel good in the short and long term and get the benefits, you know, the heart-healthy benefits of their statin. So there's some really good info there. That's amazing. Well, thank you for enlightening us. Thank you for spending your time, your energy, your knowledge, creating these solutions to help women feel their best. So there you have it, folks. You have the resources to be able to feel great while taking birth control. And then when you're ready to get pregnant, you got the resources for that as well. So thanks, Sarah, for joining us. And we'll see everyone next time. Thanks for listening to the Matt Morgan Coaching Podcast. Subscribe below, share it with your friends. And if you want to take your life, love, or leadership to the next level, check us out online at mattmorgan.com.